All right, and we're back, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. This is Comics Podcast. Uh, I am Esteban. I am your host this week. I'm taking over, and this is actually episode 15. Who knew we'd make 50? 50. 15? 50. Wow. Wow. Cheers. On that note, let's go ahead and go around and see who's with us today. Hello, guys. This is Luis. Hey, this is Ash. I'm Andres. I told myself I wasn't going to fuck up the intro, and I fucked it up. It's all good. And uh, with on that note, uh, let's see. Luis, you got the drink for tonight. What do you got going on? What are you drinking tonight, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, I've got Sierra Nevada Brewing Company Hazy Little Thing IPA. Nice. Nice little hazy IPA. Uh, Find the hole. What? Find the hole, the camera? Yeah. Um, Our very own Andres uh, uh, turned me on to IPAs. I was a firm believer that I didn't like IPAs. And uh, in having a conversation with him, he's like, you might like hazies. Hazies are a little bit better to kind of get you transitioned into it. And so over the last 50 episodes, I feel like I've learned a whole and we hope to bestow that knowledge onto you guys. Um, Hazy IPA gets you fucked up fast. That's actually, that, that's a pretty good tagline, man. Very, very cool. <laughs> It'll get you drunk. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks, uh, Luis, for, for that drink recommendation. So we're going to go ahead and shift gears a little bit. It's going to a little bit more of a somber note. Uh, someone uh, close to Andres and myself uh, recently passed away. So we're going to go ahead and take a shot for him. Uh, today his name uh, is Andrew um, so we're gonna go ahead and toast to him Andres you got anything you want to say no, I just wanted to for all of our listeners and watchers if when you're doing this you could not drink because obviously you're doing this at a different time than us if you could just spare a thought for the repose of the soul of our friend um, he was a good guy and he'll be missed for Andrew or Andrew. All right. So uh, again, uh, thank you guys for taking the time and uh, taking a shot with us. Um, shifting back into uh, the show. Uh, let's see. So as I said at the top of the at the top of the show, it's episode fifty, not fifteen. We already did episode fifteen about a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Go back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. This is so um, last week. Uh, Ash had the is walking away, and there he is. He's coming right back. Uh, so um, Andres, who hosted last week, gave Ash a recommendation to go ahead and watch a show. And Ash, what do you got to report on that show that uh, Andres recommended? In the first five minutes, there is <laughs> peeling of faces and boils and lovely loss of skin. Uh, then, when you think. Yeah, you're you're good. The guy turns around and his jaw falls off. And then I was like, oh, something for the kids. And then, <laughs> uh, but I it, it kind of felt like um like a lighter X Files, like not so dark and gloomy, but more more uh There's a lighter to it. Yeah, yeah. And I what I appreciate about most, because I did see two episodes, I love when everybody is figuring it out. I hate, and I'm presuming only through trailers because I've never seen an episode of House. I don't like when everybody's figuring it out and the one guy knows it. Okay, let's do that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do in this situation. Like they're all like um, one guy is a genius that they bust out of out of uh, psych psychotic something, right? So, uh, yeah. Like an asylum. And then they get his son yeah. and then there's uh, the FBI. But the FBI part figures it out this way. And then the genius or the, yeah, the genius figures out this way. But the son also is that, that bridge. Like he could say a bunch of mumbo jumbo and the son is kind of more like what he means is what we have to do is this. As opposed, like he kind of dumbs it down to where the audience can, you know, follow along with us. Or he explains it to the FBI agent, like he's explaining it to the audience. So it's kind of like a, kind of like that. Um, it's very good knowing it has an end date last season. I might get into it. Um, but I really did like the fact that everybody can figure out, uh, either who's the bad guy or who needs to be saved or what needs to happen to save somebody. Yes. Please. Uh, for those that may not have binged last episode and then this one, can you tell us what your review? So, and then his face is just, they're all on a plane. <laughs> Such a dick. He, uh, uh, Andreas recommended the show Fringe, which Fringe. I laughed off and said, "Oh, PC's in." There. Um, you, you have to understand. It? There's a there's a lot of stuff, especially now with streaming services and everything, that they kind of throw against the wall and see if it sticks. And if it, they give it two episodes, and if it doesn't make twenty million viewers, they just drop it off. But there's a lot of streaming services, so you don't, you know, like. But this show easily could have did as well as X Files. Um, but you no, know, it was really, it was really good. I like, uh, um, there's like a turmoil between the father and the son and like slowly, but surely the idea the son has of the dad begins to kind of change, even though they haven't spoken in so long. That was cool. Um, I don't know, man, there's, there's just so many cool aspects of it. Um, uh, again, it, it does feel like X-Files-ish in, the first one is uh, it kind of gives it away. There's a there's a kind of an airborne thing, and this guy. Fuck everything I could say is just gonna spoil it. There's <laughs> the tale. There's natural surprises. Um, I was surprised by the bad guy, um, and then I was not so surprised with the big bad guy. But at the same time, like I'm really interested in in the reveal. Like why are why is the bad guy using the good guys? Help me out, Andreas. You know what I'm talking about? Like how yeah. how how are they gonna because they're pretty much it's almost like they're the bad guys are doing all these things and the, and but sending the good guys to go solve the issue. And I was kind of like, well, why are you so I, I kind of want to figure all that out. Dude, keep watching for you yeah. to understand. Uh there's stuff that's gonna get changed up that you're not expecting. So Whatever you think of the show now is going to change. I do like it. I, yeah. I feel like it's like, a, like a, I know I bring up random shit. Like Mayans, I have, I'm into it, but I have to be in the, the mood to watch, to be either bummed out or to be, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in the, not the mood to be bummed out, but nothing's going to influence my, my emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I don't have to watch fucking <laughs> Friends for nine hours or anything like that. Like, so the, the reason... I chose that show because I had two in mind and I was like, oh, I'll save the other one for somebody else. Uh, and I went this one with you was because there's comedic elements and it sticks throughout the whole run of the show where there's 
a little levity that breaks it up. And it's most of the times it's the mentally unstable genius. Um, but there's other stuff that is pretty funny. And then there's also, so the reason I went ahead and also sent this show, it's because it came out on Fox. So it was on network television for a while. And I was like, oh, Ash could watch this. It's not a cable show. It's not something that's too bad. It was on national television. So I was like, oh, he'll, he'll get away with and can handle any of the horror. Because it's a science fiction show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it's real weird because like Game of Thrones, like when it makes sense, I'm all in. When it's just for the sake of a girl's head exploding, I'm, I'm like, it is like kind of too much. But like when when like uh, again like a Game of Thrones when the gore kind of makes sense to the story, I'm too into the story to make it stick. Um, but it was really good. I really really liked it. Again, it's um, I like the charm of it. Like, are you guys gonna stay? Or are you gonna go? And then there's no answer. He just looks over his dad and then looks over at the FBI agent and then like gives a smirk. But it was like a uh, again, this is something where the FBI agent had to convince the son to go get the dad. So it went from all the way from that to kind of like, kind of like that's your first inkling that things might be okay. Um, you, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. But then again, I was hooked on, what was your, the school one I was going to watch? Louise Academy. Oh, Dick the, Academy. Uh, my, Dick Academy. my hero academia. My hero academia. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two I need to actually follow through on, but yeah, I'm in again, knowing, nice. sorry, again, knowing that there's a, it's done. It makes me more interested in like, I'm not going to have to follow 19 seasons to catch up. Like there's an end date. I'll just, I'll, I'll catch it. Like in two years when I'm fucking, and then, then you'll know that I'm all caught up. All right. Very cool. So we got a, we got a thumbs up from Ash for fringe. So again, this, this little segment that, that Luis put together for us, it's a, our recommendation, you know, um, for us to go ahead and recommend to somebody that we think that hasn't seen something or might interest them, you guys are more than welcome to go ahead and tag along and then go ahead and comment uh, below in our YouTube um, or in our YouTube channel um, or something like that. So I'm going to go since so since I'm the host this week, uh, it's my turn to go ahead and give a recommendation. Um, I am I don't know who I'm going to give this recommendation to because I kind of feel that Andres might have seen this movie already. Um, because I know Andres, your, your movie knowledge is a little, is, is pretty well-versed. Um, but I'm going to give a shot in the, I'm going to go ahead and give this one to you, uh, Andres. Um, it's a 1992 film. Okay. It is on Amazon prime. So you can, you can definitely watch it on Amazon prime. Um, it's one of, it's one of the movies that I really like. It's a period piece movie. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping you haven't seen it yet, but it does star Daniel Day-Lewis. Last of the Mohicans. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, as a theaters, as a boy. Really? Oh man. Okay. I gotta, I gotta find something else because I just recently, I just recently, uh, saw, saw the movie again. I'm like, oh, this one should be pretty good. Yeah. I so like that. That movie's so amazing. Yeah. Throw it to somebody so else. It's so good. Luis, have you seen, have you seen Last of the Mohicans? Um, who's the lead? Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, yes, I have. So, no matter what occurs, I will find you. Yeah, you're gonna have to go okay. through. I was oh. like, do you, have, do you have a number two? Unless you you want to throw it to Carmen, 
which I'm pretty sure she hasn't watched. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just let Carmen know then. I have her watch that one then. So it's gonna go to Carmen. Uh, so uh, she, I'm gonna go ahead and recommend to her Last of the Mohicans. If you guys haven't seen Last of the Mohicans, it's a it's a phenomenal film, phenomenal, phenomenal film. Um, you guys can catch it on Amazon Prime. It is free on Amazon Prime. Um, but I think it's 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 fantastic, fantastic film. Well done, uh, directed by Michael Mann. Um, so the book is by far uh, a lot better as well. I did read the book as well. Um, so it is really, really good. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and throw it back to Luis. Luis, my man, what do we got for comments this week? Um, comments this week. So this is the part of the show where we let you guys be a part of the show. Uh, and it has become a staple, I think, after maybe episode five, where we got a trickle of one or two comments. And it's turning into a very big segment of the show, which wouldn't have been possible without you guys. So um, even though it's the host responsibility, that's my cat, even though it's the host responsibility to give a recommendation to somebody else, you as the viewer have the power to give a recommendation to any one of us. Uh, And if we have seen it before, we can still potentially rewatch it and then give a little review of something. It could be a show or movie that you feel isn't mainstream, but deserves more love. You want us to talk about it, create a discussion, please let us know in the comments. Uh, that being said, we're going to start the comments over with our Instagram page. So uh, again, this is your excuse to be a part of the show, uh, comment on our YouTube, Instagram, uh, any of our socials, and uh, we will uh, do our best to not only respond to you, but uh, read it on the air. So cool. on the air. Like we're on, on the air. air. I know. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> Just keep using it, man. Keep using it. It's on the air. On the air now. Uh, we have the first one was a sketch that uh, our very own Ash uh, wrote and directed. It was a sketch called Whiskers uh, that was posted on Instagram. At which point, uh, you really have to watch it. Uh, it's a very short minute sketch, little thing that we did. It's good. It's good. Um, and we have we have uh, two things. One of them from Tommy underscore Shonit. Good shit. Crying emoji. Uh, thank you, Tommy Shonit. Please tell me how to pronounce your last name. I apologize. I think I'm doing that. <laughs> and then we also got uh, Retro Retro Rich. Haha. Good stuff, guys. Also Did you just fucking say Retro? Yeah, I realized it was Retro with a W. That's what it was. Oh, a retro. Okay. Yeah, so it's W R E T R O. I'm like, oh, it's retro. Yeah. Anyway, it was a, it was a bit of a remix, right? Yeah, remix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you both. All right. So then the next hey, one. Hey, I was trying to help. I was trying to save you on that one, fucker. Uh, the next one is uh, another one on our Instagram uh, titled Kevin the Hitman, and that's a fun little editing uh, that was uh, posted up. And we got Joe Bot drums. This deserves the Oscar. Got. Thank you, Joe Bot Drums. Yeah. Hey, the, the editing on that on that one is fucking seamless. Well done, Ash. Well it's done. Fun. It's fun. Um, oh, look at he's blushing. You're, he's blushing. you're going he's for blushing. the heart today, Esteban. What are you doing? <laughs> no, the viewers are. So uh, on to the next one. We have so this one's on episode episode forty nine, uh, the last episode. I'm enjoying the new cut scenes. Good job. Now. Uh, what he's talking about is regarding the uh, the YouTube. If you listen to this on Spotify or Apple, um, 
I encourage you to watch the YouTube, even if it's just the first couple clips. Uh, we incorporate some video editing onto it. This last episode had heavy video editing, and that was because uh, uh, Ash has a very wild imagination. And in most cases where I don't get the types of jokes that he or the little references he makes, now he has little visual cues to show. This is what I'm talking about. So it was uh, very enjoyable. Good shit, Ash. Ash, Ash. It, how much? And the reason, and the reason is. I'm the only single person. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel that that was like a little tag. So single ladies, Ash, <laughs> is free. All single ladies. All oh, the thing. Oh, you too. At the same scene, same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, this one's from Heavyweight, also a uh, fan favorite of the podcast. Uh, move the last. Okay, so before I read the uh, the next string of comments, because this one this was a very big uh, topic. So also every every episode um, of the five of us, we have a different host, and every host has a different flavor. We each try to bring something different to the table, uh, so that gives you something that you would enjoy. Andres brought a really great question to the group, and the question that was that riled up our comment section was what was the last movie that got you emotional or made you cry um and so kicking it off we have heavyweight <laughs> and movie I totally, i've I'm sorry for interrupting i totally <laughs> fucking forgot i asked that <laughs> you forgot you asked that question yeah. <laughs> dude i was so invested in listening to the last episode of like all of you guys talking about it and why like it got really real for a while i'm like is this a comedy podcast? Like, what are we doing right now? Like, I'm like crying in my car, dry, driving to work. Um, I, like it. I like it a lot because it was like, uh, I don't know, not only are we getting to learn about each other, the audience is getting to learn us learn about each other. Um, and then, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that got said about parentals, uh, authority figures, yeah. maybe not parental figures, I want to say, um, that can give you an inkling into our personalities. And was, I thought that was amazing. A combination um, of that and also yeah. like, oh shit, that movie got me emotional too. Like yeah. that connection of like, yeah. oh fuck yeah, I remember that. I like that you watered down my emotions, but you know, either way, either way. <laughs> you have to uh, live with that face all day, so we're good. I really do. I, really do. <laughs> <Wow>. I love <laughs> you. Uh, uh, that's pretty funny coming from the single guy in the in the fucking. Because I was already like doing the little, but I did like it because it, for once I wasn't like today, I wasn't Mr. Tangent. Uh, Andreas was tangent that day, so I like I it. was hosting, son of a bitch. I'm trying that to wasn't make... a tangent, <laughs> it was a legit question. No, it was okay, it wasn't part of the show, but I liked it. It was tangent in a good way. Fucking a. <laughs> that was a form of praise. Because I am Mr. Tangent. It just came up through our banter. And mm -hmm. uh, so I just. I like it. With it. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. That reminds me. Fuck you, Andres. Because the question came up about <laughs> the One Piece uh, live action on Netflix. And he's like, does anybody know about One Piece? No? Okay, well, good. If Luis was here, he'd be on a tangent about One Piece. So moving on. And I'm, like, you, and I'm yelling way. in my car. I'm like, I'm like, it's the greatest selling anime. In yeah. <laughs> and I hate that you knew that. Anyway. All right. I think we all knew it. We just didn't want to say anything. Uh, anyway, I thought it was funny. I laughed. Um, 
so going back to uh, the, the question that was presented was what was the last movie that made you emotional? And it turned into a two-part question, like emotional and then cry baby, ugly mm. cry. Like, and so Heavyweight kicks us off. Uh, movie that I got emotional, I've mentioned this before, Endgame. Picture this. Cap is about to take, an, take on Thanos all by himself. Doctor Strange brings everyone back. Oh, and Doctor Strange brings everyone back. At that, that's the moment where tears. The second one, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, when Will's dad walks out on him, and Will said, "How come he doesn't want me?" Dude, I Dude. everyone fucking bawled on that. And everyone. The little, I mean, I don't know if it's real or not, but the little backstory supposedly that he drew the inspiration from the real, from him not knowing his dad, like. I mean, it's like it's one of those urban myths that supposedly that's what it was, and that those are real tears, and that uh, uncle, the the actor, yeah, the actor who played Uncle Phil, like uh, that shit was like, fuck, that was fucking deep, dude, like legit, that was deep. And if you guys haven't seen that Fresh Prince documentary after the fact uh, on uh, HBO Max, you guys need to see it because Will Smith actually talks about that scene, that specific scene. So, but go on, go on, Luis. Oh, I don't remember that. I saw the documentary. It's really good. Recommend it. Yeah. Two thumbs up. Ash, Ash had something to go for it. No, what he was going to say was the, just the, the backstory to it. Uh, yeah. And, and um, when I saw that, I saw that as a kid. So it was kind of like, oh, uh, you know, his dad, uh, well, not that his dad didn't want him, but kind of like, you kind of see the little, like, I'm with you till something better comes up. Because yeah. Ben Barine kind of gives those little, like, hints, like, where's the money kind of kind of guy mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. and and um the way the guy the way the, the kid plays it is my dad could do no wrong which is kind of fucking the way i would have seen it but again i was too young to really realize any of that so i didn't cry until i read the little backstory and then saw the scene and then i was all oh that's what that man and i was like all like mm-hmm. uh, heavy uh, yeah, yeah that was yeah, big yeah. time sorry go ahead, um, dude heavyweight uh, good shit. No, no. We, uh, looks like uh, the whole room agrees with you. Heavyweight uh, bringing the fields. I know. Heavy. Um, oh. <laughs> shit. Sorry. The, the comments are a little bit out of order. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go back to the emotional one, uh, but some dude named Luis Benavides really wanted to be heard. In the so Clearly. He, he left three. So the first one, the first of the three comments was at some point in the episode, uh, you're talking about the uh, Star Wars uh, Knights of the Old Republic getting a remake, which mm-hmm. is very much happening. And then Ash asked, what was the fighting game that was like Tekken that was a Star Wars game, but they fight each other? And then you're like, I don't remember, but it was it was inspired off of some characters off of some of the books. The name of that Star Wars game, according to Luis Benavides, is Masters of Terras. Yeah, it was Masters of something. Master... I never remembered the rest, but I had to look it up. But it's a uh, Terras Kasai, uh, and it was a PS1 game. Um, and right. the, mechan- the mechanics were so broken, haha. And yes, I realize I am reading my own comment with exactly with what I said, uh, but it is true. It was a very broken game. But when it, it was the first game that had a character that was straight from the books, I forgot her name, but it was a female. Mara Jade. Mara Jade. Mara Jade. Uh, yeah, with a purple lightsaber. Yeah, she's not a character anymore, and that was Luke's wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking they would reference her in the jet, uh, in the <clears throat> the new series, uh, not the, the new last series. Jedi. Yeah, I keep I kept thinking maybe they were gonna. I don't know. 
not even even say it in passing, but I did. Is she no longer in the? No, nothing. Okay. No, I think they have specific. They have like uh, I forget. It's called Legacy. I think uh, mm-hmm. you refer to like book characters that are not canon anymore. Oh, so it's damn. Star Wars Legacy. So that's yeah, that's a, yeah, you're right. You're right, Andres. All, all that stuff's all Star Wars Legacy. It's stuff that's not considered canon. So it's yeah, first, but it doesn't fit into the main story. Right. Who decides that? Is that I mean, it's not Lucas anymore, right? It's it uh, Disney. 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 Okay. Disney, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, because Lucas Lucas Arts uh, uh, greenlit all of the novels, so it's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is all this is all good shit. And so that's all for the. Um, what was the was it a 64 game the masters the masters game no no the star wars game where you played it goes through the original trilogy but you're a character that's in those games i forgot the name of that fucking uh character anyway somebody will look it up right now since i see them on their phone uh but yeah that character doesn't exist shadow of the empire I believe so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one on sixty four, and then like your your yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you I kind of liked it because it was almost like um, it's almost like Goldeneye mechanics. Yeah. Um, and that character was a big deal, and he's not around anymore. So. That shit was yeah. so fucking it was hard. Shadow, it was Shadow of the Empire. God, that game was so hard. It was good and fun, and that was a really good game. I think that's the only sixty four game I still have. Games, old sixty four games. I think I WCW versus NWO. Oh, I had that. Ooh, I love that game. They still reference that game all over Inst- uh, Instagram. All yeah, all over Instagram. When you like wrestling <laughs> sucks, IGN sucks, whatever fucking um, old school picks and stuff like that. They always reference those games. Like, and they they want to make like a THQ. Uh, yeah, thank you. Sorry, Luis. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's a lot of the games that we grew up with. It's like uh, what was it? Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two got that remake. It was like oh, our generation when we were kids, you know. That's like after school, I'd go home and play my friends. Let's admit you know, like, that that fucking soundtrack was the shit, dude. Yes, it was. There was a meme that came out where it was like tagging on a sidewalk says, uh, "How are the Beatles a, a good band if they never came out on a Tony Hawk uh, uh, <laughs> track?" That's true. Wow. I, I butchered it, but that was more or less the meaning of that that meme. Not Radio and Power Man 5000. Those were the those were my two jams. Oh, dude, I remember Power Man 5000. Oh, where did they go? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <And>, uh, <laughs> yes. Rob, Zombie, Rob Zombie's brother, right? Brother, yeah, it's supposed to be Rob Zombie's brother. Yeah. Well, oh, what? I'd always, I'd yeah. always think I was good, like doing little kick clips and stuff, and then oh, somebody would be like, never even landing anything like on a fucking rail like dude and just racking up points but i thought it was all yeah 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 Yeah, like you're not even landing anything this isn't real and by the way the best song on any of those albums is dead kennedy's and police truck so oh fuck yeah dude are you kidding me that fucking song killed it dude did you guys like i stand with my choices gorilla radio oh fuck yeah crazy taxi it's good shit keep my balls moving on (laughs) just say when sir just say when Uh, and then move into the next one which was also a comment by me Uh, there was a question before the crying question was what was the worst movie ever uh, that you walked out of okay yeah Um, and the movie that I chose uh, was a movie about four years ago three four years ago a movie called Serenity starring Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway 
Have you guys heard of this movie? I do not remember this at all. It was a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't. The reason why. Um, the only Serenity that I remember was the Firefly one. Firefly. Yeah, no, the, the Serenity. It was essentially the. I only. It's like again, I'm AMC Stubbs holder, so I only went mm. because it was like I have nothing to watch this weekend. Hey, I know Matthew McConaughey, and uh, I like Anne Hathaway. Let's 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 do this. And we watched this film that was absolute garbage. Garbage. The only reason I didn't walk out of it mm. was because I was sure it was going to turn around, and I was like, "It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to." It never happened, and then it have just ended. Have synopsis for us. Uh, yes. Yeah, I got a synopsis. It's I mean, a piece of shit. <laughs> no, it's a, no, no, no. Uh, it says a fishing. It says okay. So this is the this is the official synopsis from um, IMDb. It I mean, says, I can a fishing tell you. boat captain. Uh, a fishing boat captain juggles facing his mysterious past and finding himself uh, ensnared in the reality when nothing is what it seems. That's it. That does not tell you anything about the fucking movie. That's the problem. So therefore, it is a piece of shit. It's uh, it's Matthew McConaughey is a, a, a sailor and he and things are it, it's it's kind of like Matrixy. It's like oh here's this cat and then he'll start hearing like I can't tell you the full synopsis without killing the story of like what the big book is. You guys give a shit? No, no. Um, ultimately he's in a video game program that he doesn't know about and but it's. But the, there is no hint of that at all. It's the whole movie is him. He goes out to sea, then he comes back, then he goes out to sea and he comes back. And then the end of the movie, it's like, oh, I've been in a video game and I've been dead this whole time. My son created me. Like, and it was just, but that was like, it was, there was no, rede- like it was, there was, it was stagnant, Ash. Mm, that sounds uh, very boring. It was. If it was in theaters, I would have walked out. And the things we do for women, because I had this huge crush on this? this girl. Huh? So you saw this? No, no, no. A different movie. Okay. It's a Sorry. different. It's a different. It's a different. Matthew McConaughey. It's a different Matthew McConaughey movie called Mud. And I went. So I thought this movie the actually la- uh, good reviews. By the way, I didn't. I've never Mud, watched. Mud, Mud got really good reviews. Yeah, Mud. Mud did. Yeah, that was but a movie that really would never reviews. end. That movie would just I didn't not see end. Got good reviews. Okay. Well, it's coming from a jackass like me, so take it with a grain of salt. But I, I <laughs> now it's gonna even be even funnier. So I oh, had dude, her no, watch. Seriously, like Rotten Tomatoes scored mud at a ninety-seven percent. That movie was fucking bad. <laughs> that movie was like, yeah, okay, it wasn't was meant for me. Run- Rotten Tomatoes scored it at a 97% and IMDb, IMDb has it listed as a, at a 7.4 out of 10. You know what? Honestly, dude, like the, the scoring system, the whole out of 10, like just make it five. Like why yeah. does it have to be 10? It's like 7.4, I have an argument with my fiance and I need the 10 because I need leeway to give it score. So if it's like five and I don't, and the movie's decent to me. What am I going to give it a two? That sounds really bad. But if I have a 10 scale, I can give it a six. And that's that. better. Okay. Better than a two, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. That's, you're right. that's my right. argument there is like, I need a 10 point scale. It's like, because I could give it if it's something that I enjoyed, but it isn't great. Hey, it's a six. And she's like, that's a fucking D. That's not passing, or that's barely passing. And I'm like, 
It was a Aww, good one. She's dope. But, uh, yeah, he is like, passing. You graduate at least. Sure. I and guess. I, was, I, was say, <laughs> I have a Matthew McConaughey movie that's not like super popular, I guess, that I really enjoyed. If anybody wants to see a movie, it's a, a trial trial movie. So it's a court. Uh, Lincoln Lawyer is. Oh, fucking. Uh, nobody's seen it. Go watch that. That was fucking with dope. Sandra man. Bullock, too, or no? Right? No. Sandra Bullock, no. No. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Ryan. Gosling? No. God damn it. Name slipping my head. We got him. Okay. So I was, I had her watch The Last Dragon, which showed up. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Philippi. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's a fucking great actor. Uh, and and she had me watch Mud. And again, a grain of salt because I liked The Last Dragon with Shona and in all its glory. And I it just I swear to God, this movie just it was like uh, the Return of the King. It was just one of like had twenty seven hey, endings. Oh, like, motherfucking. Dare you? Why would you even oh. reference refer to the king to that? How that- dare you? <laughs> Wait, you were sticking up for mud two seconds ago, and now I, no, no, no. I was. I've never seen it. I wasn't sticking up for it. I was just giving. He was just a stick in the mud. Wait, you know how how oh how it, it would <laughs> it would fade to black and then nope, and then it fade to black and then nope. That's, yeah, that's. I was, I was just saying that that movie is reviewed high. I've never seen it. I have no thoughts behind it. It didn't catch my interest. All I remember hearing is it was really good. That's that's the only thing was I was trying to say on that. I did, I wasn't disagreeing with your uh, assessment of the movie. I haven't seen it, so I wasn't I trying to see Lord of the Rings. I really liked. Don't you ever liked all of the Rings into this? His game. favorite movie. I, that's what I said. I chose it over. I chose it over Harry Potter because they were out. They were out around the same time. And, and I went Lord of the Rings. Rings. By the way, which that movie is four hours long, and it's worth every motherfucking second. Yep, Return of the King, the extended version, fucking masterpiece. Ooh, I haven't seen best. any of the extended versions. I've only seen the. <gasps> I've only seen theater. No. Yeah, same. Yeah, okay. Extended okay. version. On my to do list. On my to do list. So the first one is only like an extra fifteen. The second one is maybe a half hour. And you're getting a solid half an hour to 45 minutes on that last one. So it's pushing four. But it is worth it. Worth it, dude. Last one. All right. Yeah. All right. And then uh, the last one from Luis, uh, comment on episode 49, was the last movie, uh, the movie that uh, made you cry. Um, and this one is a long one. So here we go. Herbie the car. <laughs> uh, the last crying movie for me was Instructions Not Included. A little mm-hmm. side note, that is exactly what Carmen said. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so instructions not included. I ugly cried at that stupid movie, parentheses, not stupid. Absolutely Carmen's fault. But what hits me every time is an anime called Full Metal Alchemist. It's about two brothers that lose everything. And in short, by the second episode, I'm bawling my eyes out. And I follow this up with, I feel that it ties. Okay. And before I go into this next part, um, <laughs> everyone's reaction to the reason that they cried to certain movies, they tied it, they anchored it to something of their own personal lives. And Mm -hmm. to where um, we've talked about this before, that the reason why Ash can't watch scary films or crazy shit is because he he has a lot of empathy. And so he puts himself in that person's shoes. So when he 
sees the murder thing happening or the chase happening, he's having the anguish because he has empathy for that person. Now, um, my theory is the same with these uh, types of films is if you can anchor yourself into something that you're watching, you put yourself in that person's shoes, A, showing a lot of empathy, and then B, you relate it to your own life, which mm -hmm. what's actually making you cry is you thinking about your own shit, not, and, you know, empathizing. And so, first of all, Andres, I think, has the most empathy, considering he said he's a little bitch when it comes to movies. So, so there's that. Um, and so the comment that I state is, I feel that it ties to what we can relate to. Carmen, the notebook hits you because of your grandfather. You ma it made you feel real regarding uh, dementia. Ash, your uncle was, was represented in the movie Armageddon. Esty, you wanted to join the military, and that's what hits you with... Um, saving Private Saving Ryan. Ryan, right? and me is with my sister not to get too personal I watched it in a time where I only had my sister I wasn't talking to my father mother was gone and sisters all that I had and the setup of this anime is where they are in a similar situation only having each other they lose their family and they try dark magic to resurrect their mother backfires kills the little brother the older brother sacrifices his arm and leg to bind his brother's soul onto a suit of armor. And as, as he's performing this dark magic, he's screaming, you, uh, he's screaming, take my arm, take my leg, take my heart, but you can't take my little brother. Give me back my brother. And that every fucking time kills me. Just like wow, uh, dude. The, the voice acting of it, of mm. like you hear the crackling in the voice as they're saying that, and it's like you're screaming into the, into the void you know of like you can't have this you're not going to have this and the the anime essentially talks about don't worry about what you don't have let's focus on what you do have because they tried doing this dark magic to bring back the mom back from dead backfires kills brother blah 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 and so then the anime is about the there's little brother in this giant suit of armor his soul is bound to it and then the older brother which is much smaller and they're just looking to try to get their bodies that's what Ooh, the anime is about but it, essentially, it's that's the starting point. But because of it, that's where I tied it to. But mm -hmm. fucking kills me every single. I think I've watched that anime like five, six times, and is two it, episodes the, in, I'm like, <gasps> like the story that you said intrigues me. But it's is, really good. But is it going to be on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Is it going to be the anime type that I've discussed? Where I'm like, it I'm is out? the anime. It is the anime okay. you discussed because uh, the first two episodes start with. That first episode is dad books it when the kids are young. Um, two years later, the kids don't really understand what's happening. Uh, let's say one of the boys is six. The other one is four. Mom gets sick and uh, she dies. And so it's just the kids and they're being watched by the neighbor. But they found these old dark magic books. And so yeah. they start practicing dark magic. After a year of practicing, they feel that they have it down. And essentially the idea of it, it's, they refer to it as alchemy, is it's equal exchange. If I have all the ingredients of what is needed to make a certain object, you can create that object. So they got all of the minerals uh, that the human body has, like how much carbon, how much salt, how much calcium, how much whatever. But yeah. they didn't, in their calculation, they forgot the human soul because there's yeah. no scientific element that can equate to that. That's why it backfired and it took the brother's soul. And then wow. that's where yeah. he's like, shit. And so to undo what he did, he couldn't save his brother, but that's where he sacrificed his arm and leg <clears throat> to bring the, at least the soul. They lost the, 
younger brother's body, but they bound the soul to yeah. this empty suit of armor. And so the whole anime is about them two looking to try to undo what they did. Uh, but they, at this point, they've already accepted that mom's gone and this is just their world. But this is the first two, three episodes. By episode four, someone calls the older brother short and it's like, what? Like, and it's like the big old sweat and the big, you know, very anime-like characters, which yeah. I know takes you out of it. Uh, but it's a but very... the first three, the first three sound like I'm already fucking almost crying, and I'm like fucking I'm in, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, 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 no, it's it's good. It that one took me a bit to get into because that was one of the first anime that I did get into. Because um, it was anime and chill, or like something like that. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I, I, it was. <laughs> no, no, You're no. fucking filthy, bro. It's a show. <laughs> no, it's it was a show. It was, it was never. I, Dana does was never fuck. my thing. <laughs> no I, I, to be honest anime really wasn't my thing it was more of my sister's thing and she told me about this show and then i got around to watching it and i was like you know what is actually um but it does have those anime elements that you just kind of have to like power through uh but the heavy the heavy parts are really heavy but then some elements take you out of it but anyway that's not for that. I hear you. I hear you. all right and so then moving on to we're uh rounding back to heavyweight and this is talking about the, the movie that he walked out on. The movie I walked out on was Jason X. Really? <laughs> That's the one where he has the fucking metal mask, right? And he's in space? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me finish reading his comment. I thought it was really funny because I can hear him saying it. Movie I walked out on was Jason X. Really? Shredder? All right. I'm just going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> That, that sounds very that's that's, that's very meme-ish. Yeah. Uh, so good. Watch at home. Like that's you know, on you, bro. <laughs> this is how bad it is. I watched it. Oh, I never and saw I was it. fine. <gasps> yeah, I, I was fine. So you're fine. You're good. It's not a horror. <laughs> like that is God, I get no funny. credit. It's a funny movie. <laughs> like I don't know if it's gonna <laughs> I think it was the best comedy of that year, I think. <laughs> I think he won the comedy. Oscar for best comedy. <laughs> Jason uh, accepts the award. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this was a comment on the YouTube posting of Whiskers. Uh, Vanessa Ayala, uh, LOL, keep the sketches coming. Smiley face. And uh, regarding episode 49, also Vanessa, um, regarding the what was what's the movie that made you cry what's eating gilbert grape i am oh, sam green yeah. mile and I and the sam. other sister the yeah other sister? oh I never the other sister oh you'll f- fuck you up no uh, uh, made me Dude. cry like a baby yeah. crying crying emoji so i've seen gilbert grape that yeah. one was heavy i am sam fucked me up for sure yeah yeah mm-hmm. and never saw green mile Ooh. I don't you've even. Never, I don't, you've seriously haven't seen Green Mile. No, sir. Uh, do you have any plans for this weekend? Yeah, you gotta see that. All right, I'll, I'll look have, it up. It's a fucking good movie. Like that, uh, no bullshit. All right, I'll I'll try to throw it on. Try to fit it in. I'll try. And the biggest fucking part of that is like the thing I want to talk about is uh, there's a person that damn you can't. I, they, I can't. Okay, I can't. I can't. But when you watch it, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> we'll talk about it. all right see what you've done vanessa you've given us a recommendation without realizing you gave us a recommendation thank you for that um oh, what then, was it well andreas what was the, the little master's name 
Is it Mr. Marbles? Yeah, I believe so. Mr. Jingles. <laughs> Mr. Jingles. She How wrote you know that. that. You didn't see that. Oh, no, okay. she wrote it in parentheses. I just I skipped it because it was in uh, parentheses. You're going to like Green Mile and in parentheses, Mr. Jingles. And then... oh, Sam Rockwell is one of those where you. Oh man, there's so, so much many that. great actors. So many everybody. That's a Spielberg. There's, movie, isn't it? There's no throwaway. There's no throwaway characters because every character either evolves Her- or e or furthers the story. There's no throwaway characters at all. I think yeah, it's a great movie. Sorry, by the way. What? The Stephen King story, by the way. Yeah. I'm in. I'm hooked. Let's say say no more, guys. Um, I will shut up. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> what? Um, uh, Vanessa also says, uh, I'm digging the edits in this episode. Rock out emojis. Thank you, Vanessa. Green what miles are you on, going? Uh, HBO Max, bro, if you want to watch it. It is on HBO Max? Thank you, sir. Yeah. It, you got no excuses. <laughs> I'll try not to. It, it is three hours, so just make sure you're, you're, you're set. I got time. I got time. That's the movie I saw in the theaters, by the way, when it first came out. No shit. It's a, good, it's a good fucking film. I used to go all the time when I was a um, kid. What were you asking, Ash? You said, what order am I going in? Yeah, it seems like you're like all one person, all one person. or The, the order I go in is uh, from the order they get posted. So oh, okay. uh, however long it was. And so what happens, I've, I've I picked up on it because as I was an audience member last week since I wasn't a part of the show. And so what I do is as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. And so I'll comment on it real quick of whatever you guys are talking about. And then as the show progresses 30 minutes later, that while I'm still listening in the same sitting, I'll be like, oh, I know about that. And I message about that and then another 30 minutes whatever and so i listened to uh episode 49 over a span of three days of like commute back and forth to work or whatever and i would just comment on certain shits whenever i'd remember so i noticed uh like just to give you guys an idea uh vanessa the first one she says keep the sketches coming was 23 hours ago the talking about the crying was 22 hours ago and that I'm digging the edits was 21 hours ago. So she did a binge. She watched the sketch, not to put you on blast Vanessa, but she watched the sketch (laughs) and then she put on the episode, but it's like, as the ideas are coming to her, she's responding, which thank you, Vanessa, for doing that. I encourage everyone else to do the same. Uh, But I I know heavyweight does the same also, because I've seen them come in as they come in. That makes sense. Never say that again. Gross. I'm almost um, down to say, almost down to say, heavyweight's gonna be the number one this year. I know. I mean, Zach is fucking up. Well, Zach was next. I was about to. Say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. I swear to God, though. Host to talk. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go. I, I, I think. I think it's it's uh, heavyweight. Heavyweight would be. I mean, if if we're calling this still the uh, comics army, I mean, I would consider heavyweight the five star general. That's like yeah. up there. You know what I mean? Um. I thought we're generous. We're five people with the star each. Oh, look at you, fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> we can have lieutenants. Hey, he can be a lieutenant, but fucking right. Zach, the way he's fucking I'll up fucking. right now, not commenting and shit, it's like he's like busting down. He's he's been busted down to fucking recruit. He ain't no, he's it's not, not even close, bro. Scrubbing floors. <laughs> He's really he's down, there, he's, there, he's down there talking about shrimp with fucking Forrest. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Zach, we love you. We're just joking around, man. And on that he note, let's read, let's read Zach's. 
Uh, and so we got Zach. Uh, comics podcast. Oh my gosh, great show, guys. Love the edits. Great job. Last thing I saw that made me tear up was seeing Luke in the Mandalorian. That made me that oh dope. Luke in the Mandalorian, and that made him tear up. He says, "What apps? I didn't tear up, but I had the little oh my god, oh my god, like." That's, no, no, like I, I kept putting my f- hands over my mouth like a fucking. Like, I, like I with you, like I didn't cry on that. I stood up and was like, hey, "Fuck yeah!" Really, you knew already that it was it. Yeah, I, I didn't want to give I in. Like, I was like, <gasps> I I labor, I was, "Oh, what the fuck!" Yeah, yeah. Well, when I so, saw the X wing fly in, I was like, <gasps> "I'm like, no, it's not, it's not that, it's nothing." Like I, I kept trying to chill myself. I'm like, "It's, it's those ones that they saw a couple episodes ago." And then when you see his glove, I'm like. <gasps> And then my girlfriend was watching it with me. She's like, what? I'm like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Like, and I'm just like rocking back and forth like a fucking madman. Oh, did a step on freeze? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's holding uh, himself. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, no, I'm just doing the same thing that Ash does, you know, as far as the whole question thing. Um, did you guys know that Dave Filoni and John Favreau during that last episode of The Mandalorian. And, and just as an FYI, everybody, I'm going to be hitting you guys with a whole bunch of uh, movie trivia knowledge that you may and may not know. So here's a bonus one. This is a bonus one. Uh, did you know that the actual um, storyboards, uh, whoever did that, I, I can't remember their name who did the storyboards, but the story, the, the person that drew the storyboards for that last episode drew Luke as Plo Koon. Yes. I to did. throw everybody off, to, just to fucking throw everybody off. Yeah, like how fucking dope is that? It's like it's you know what, draw him. You know he fucking draw or he or she drew them as Plocoon to throw everybody fucking off. You know, and then fucking Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and and I guarantee you, it was just one of those things where, like Luis was saying, it's just like it's just one of those things where it's just like it's uh, you saw the you saw the globe, you saw the globe. You know what I mean? So it's just one yeah. of those things. But back to you, Luis. God damn, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, and then the Latin. So this is still Zach. Uh, the movie that made me full on cry was My Girl, uh, not uh, Andres, along mm-hmm. with Forrest Gump. And I hate to admit this, I got these two others: Titanic. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lion King. I know, oh. I know. Shaking my head. Take care. Did Check you it later. What was that, Andres? Be in there too. One more time. Bambi? Bambi as well. Bambi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't count. I was, I was a baby. But, baby, no, baby it's just, but it's just universal. Like, universal. Like, Bambi, you're just like, fucking, okay, fucking tears. And then the other one that's I there. Is, How could you not? Yeah. No, but not only that, but, I mean, if you want to get real deep, fucking Dumbo. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. God. I, fucking, yeah. It's just like... It, it's, it's Bambi, Dumbo, fucking Lion King. It's just like fucking thank you, Disney, for fucking wrecking my fucking childhood. Fucking tears all over the place. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. Hmm? Uh, I do like I do like the little kind of maybe throwaway scenes like Hercules, like Scar is is in Hercules as oh, those uh, are all just I'm, fucking Easter eggs, bro. Yeah, that shit's not Easter dope. throwaways. I mean, I mean that as Easter eggs, but kind of like mm-hmm. fuck, that's fucked up. And then um yeah. uh there's a scene where the theory is <laughs> the theory is that they're eating Mufasa when there's bones. Ugh. Ooh, when? I didn't know this. Um, 
I'll have to look it up in in. But in you know Lion how, like, King, where they're all eating bones, that they yeah yeah yeah. yeah. The theory is that that was um, um, Mufasa. Mufasa, yeah. They're just oh, fucking with my childhood, bro. And then it's like, I guess he's picking his teeth with it with the one of the bones. <gasps> oh, I remember that scene. Yeah. You, and that's where fucking that, that's no oh yeah that's when Zazu starts singing the whole coconut song. And he's like, isn't that it? he's in he's in the oh no. he's in the rib cage. Oh, I <laughs> a bunch of coconuts. Did Dad? Dad? Oh, that's gonna be fucking. Now you're gonna cry for real. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, all, right. all right, and that takes us to the last two quick comments. Uh, these are from Heavyweight, uh, seven hours and three hours ago. Uh, the seven hours, I like it a lot, was the Night of Nights. I like it a lot. <laughs> Post uh, another edit that we did both on our Instagram and our YouTube. Check it out. And the final, final one before I give the reins back to our fearless leader is uh episode 49 ash i'll go to the movies with you and hold your hand so you don't have to get scared is this oh is this? Fucking dope okay. you gonna hold my hand you hold my dick i'm just kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. he's like he's like six ten anyway uh, it's funny that every time you mention his height, he's always taller. Like he started with he's like six four. He's like six five. He's like six ten. Like hey, by fucking episode seventy, he's gonna be like he's fucking eleven. He's taller than Shaq. You didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, almost. That's fucking dope, Luis. Thank you so much for the comments. Uh, uh, thank I really you do guys, appreciate everybody it. for the comments. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, if you guys want to be part of the show, uh, drop a comment on our TikTok, Instagram youtube and we're gonna go ahead and read it on the show it doesn't matter if it fucking takes an hour and 20 minutes in order for us to go ahead and read the comments you guys will be featured on the show but it will. Guys know. <laughs> so okay so we're gonna go ahead and jump back into the show uh, uh we're a little light on content this week but i'm gonna go ahead and, i'm gonna go ahead and begin you guys with some um it is episode 50 you know, it's a big episode, you know, episode 50. Um, hitting you guys with some movie no, uh, some movie trivia. If you guys did or did not know, may or may not have known, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Penguin. We're going to go ahead and talk about Marvel Zombies this week or today. We're going to go ahead and talk about uh, Andy Circus and Venom 2, uh, Let There Be Carnage, uh, and Andy Mackey. Anthony Mackey. Andy Mackey. When I, when I text him, I, I call him Andy. Andy. <laughs> I call him Andy. I call him Andy. You know? So we're going to go ahead and start off with Anthony Mackie is actually joins the cast of Twisted Metal. What do you guys think about this, Andres? Uh, that is interesting. Um, when I first heard that they were making a movie, I didn't think they were going to be able to draw, I guess, bigger actors is what I would say. And I consider Anthony Mackie now a bigger actor. So that's, that's a big name. I'm interested to see who else they cast in it. Um, I enjoyed that game very much for ps1 especially the first two to three uh the first two yes um so i'm ultra looking forward to it now as before i wasn't until they announced it so very cool uh, luis what do you think about anthony mackie joining the cast of uh, twisted metal um i hate to ask answer a question with a question but i'm about yeah. to um who do we think uh oh in this group, uh, is everyone well versed in Twisted Metal? I am not. Am I not, am not. Uh, I Ash sounds like you are a little bit. Sweet dude. Well, that's that's like the the clown. So you know him. No, what are you at? What are you gonna ask? My my question is, who do we think he's gonna play? 
Well, uh, it, who do you every, think is going to play him? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that every every um, post that I've seen Anthony Mackie tagged with Twisted Metal, it has Sweet Tooth as a clown, right? Yeah, Sweet Tooth is the clown, but he's also the mascot. So I, I I don't know if I hold too much weight on that. Yeah, so so it looks like it, uh, yeah that that's the thing is that I mean I don't I'm not very well versed in Twisted yeah. Metal, but every time they post Anthony Mackie and Twisted Metal, they put the clown next to him. So I don't know if well he's it, playing him or what. I, I would I would argue that he probably wouldn't only because I mean unless they change it a lot because uh, Sweet Tooth he's a psychopath. So uh, picture him. He's John Wayne Gacy, except he doesn't fuck little boys. He just murders people. So he's just this killer cr- clown that goes on the loose and they capture him. And he's like, all right, you want to kill? Kill in this tournament. And so then he gets in the tournament and he kills. Um, but I was thinking um, there's a character. His name is Axel. And he's probably the, one of the most grounded people that he's in. He's a dude that's in two wheels two giant yeah. wheels and he like goes and he has guns or whatever but he's like the most human of the characters like he's doing it to uh like to save his wife because the, the the owner of the tournament captured yeah. his wife so it's like it's the most wholesome character there so um that would be great to have him as a what the fuck kind of tournament is this like as that neutral person like the the head person and then the boss fight would be like sweet tooth minion calypso that would actually be pretty dope uh, I I love Twisted Metal. Uh, Twisted Metal Black on the PlayStation Two was one of my favorite fucking games. I mm-hmm. love that game. Uh, the remake that they did on for PS Three wasn't as great, but I'm just I'm so big in the lore. Um, a fun fact: the creator of Twisted Metal and Sweet Tooth is he broke away from uh, uh, from that studio and he created Thanos. God of War. That was really. Inter- interplay was that the studio uh i don't remember i don't remember uh Momo the, would be a good fucking creator. god of war huh oh fuck yeah he uh, would never uh, shave kratos? his head but kratos yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, right? absolutely yeah but uh but yeah that's yeah. a nice little fun fact uh back to you host very cool uh ash what do you think about anthony mackie joining uh twisted metal same thing but at the same I feel the same as Luis in that um, it makes for more sense for him to do that. But if he's, and it's a safer bet, but if it, you never know. Sometimes an actor wants to do some fucking off the wall thing to not be pigeonholed into hero. And you know what I mean? He, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be a grounded sweet tooth with like, like Bane, like he hits a button and he turns it crazy. Like we never know, but um <laughs> But obviously, I feel like he'll, he will be the hero character that has to probably get all the way up to Sweet Tooth. Um, it makes more sense to do that. But again, you just never know to not... With him being the new Cap, we never know if it's going to... If he just wants to break away and make sure people know, like, hey, guys, I could still act uh, yeah. and be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Twisted Metal was my first PS1 game. And all my friends had Resident Evil 1 already and had all that crazy stuff. But God bless my mom. Much like I would today, now that I'm an adult, I would wait for everything to be $199 and get it at $199. Um, but, and get it with the game, because fuck it. But, um, and now I, it's like almost like a full circle thing. It's like the PS5 is 
I will wait and I'll get stuff on PS4 waiting till it gets to a reasonable so I can buy games with it and not have to fucking buy a PS5 and, and just look at it all day long. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, now I understand you, Mom, so we're good. But uh, as far as Twisted Metal, uh, it's going to be good. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go and watch it unless somebody comes back and says it's really good. But Right on. Host. Very, very cool. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and hit you guys with the first movie trivia. You guys remember the movie Aliens? Oh, yeah. Alien? I do. Okay, so did you know that the androids and aliens are alphabetized? No. I know there's one named Ash. Right. Okay. So if we're starting off with the movie Alien, we're looking at at the the android that's in the movie Alien is Ash. Uh, And then we move on to Aliens. Then we've got Bishop. And then if we jump into Alien Resurrection, we've got Call, which was played by um, Winona Ryder. And then then, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then jumping into uh, Alien or uh, Prometheus and then Prometheus Covenant, Covenant, excuse me, uh, we've got Michael Fassbender as David. So if you're looking at those, yeah, they're all alpha. Was there one after David being that you mentioned one and two? No. So kind of it's the same person. Yeah. So if you guys haven't seen Prometheus or Prometheus Covenant, Covenant, excuse me, um, Michael Fassbender reprises his role in Covenant as David the Android. Yeah. So uh, okay. So moving. Yeah. No, it's pretty dope. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, Moving on. Moving on along. um, So as far as the Batman, uh, it looks like one of the villains from the Batman uh, is going. Is going to head and getting a spinoff version of uh, or a series of themselves on HBO Max. It looks like Colin Farrell's Penguin is going to go ahead and get a spinoff on HBO Max. Um, as far as Colin Farrell playing the Penguin, I know a lot of us that ended up watching the trailer the first time didn't know that Colin Farrell was playing the Penguin because of all the prosthetics that that, <laughs> were, that were going on. Uh, how do you guys feel about? Um, Colin Farrell getting his own spinoff even before the movie's even released uh, for the Batman onto HBO Max for the Penguin. Uh, Ash, what do you think? I think it's a good uh, it's a good choice because if we're going by Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Penguin's mm-hmm. selling weapons. He's like dealing with other uh, bad baddies of the the of the Goth- Gotham. Um, I don't. I wonder if it's going to be more someone else is going to play the hero or is it going to be like uh, anti-bad? What's the word I want to use? Anti-hero? Like an anti-hero type of thing. Like I'm only bad to Batman because I, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not as good as Batman, but I, you never know. Uh, I'm glad it's, it's, it's good because in the future, if, if, Hopefully DC opens their fucking. Um, they well, it is in that universe. They can in the like in part. Uh, sorry, from everywhere. In my head's going everywhere. It could be a bridge to the next Pattinson movie. Um, like they could pick and choose characters that could be in the next. It could just be the bridge that to make everything kind of like MCU ish. Kind of just bridge it on to the next thing. Uh, the bad guy that may take down the penguin could be probably the next bad guy or a henchman of the bad guy in, you know, for the Riddler or whatever we're going to do. Um, anything, as long, I'm just glad they're doing continuity at this point. 
to be honest. <laughs> All right, right on. Uh, Andres, what do you feel about Colin Farrell getting his own spinoff even before Batman being released in theaters? I uh, it's just so they wouldn't have green lighted the show if he had a bad performance. Um, from what I heard recently, they said that his like the penguin only comes out for a real short amount of time, so we don't get too much in on him. So I guess we get the expanded view on him during the show. So that's pretty dope. Um, I understand Ash's point of view of like him being the anti-hero, but I would very much like it for him to be like the villain of the show, but we're focusing on the villain. So it's not necessarily like there's a hero on it. I'm sure there's going to be a hero, but they'll switch the roles where he's going to be the bad guy in real life, but we're rooting for him because he's, it's his show and there's going to be a minor good guy and maybe he crushes them. That'd be cool. And it yeah. just ele- it'll elevate that character for maybe the next film or something like that. Yeah, and like maybe we grow we grow to like love this good good guy character. Penguin crushes him after like ten episodes or whatever. And that's what make Batman go. That's what makes Batman go after him. That could be cool. That would be that would be dope. I like that. That's a pretty good idea. Luis, what about you? What do you think? Reviews of the movie would have to be good or the early buzz. You know, they have those test screenings of like people that come in that not reviewers, so it doesn't go out. They get sworn in or whatever to not say anything. So, NDA. what's that? Uh, they sign an NDA. There. That. A non disclosure. Non disclosure agreement. Thank you. Um, it has to be positive for them to green light something before the show comes or the movie comes out for them to say, okay, you know what, we're going to do this or something. Um, so, it excites me for what's to come, but I mean, the, coming from the guy that was excited for season three of Titan, tapped out after ten minutes <laughs> into the second episode. So right. um, I, I'm aware of it. I mean, I still have a lot of faith in the Pattinson. The only concern is that it had a, several rewrites, uh, very public rewrites, and different directors. And so when things shift like that. It gets a little, you know, it gets a little scary, but uh, I feel Batman's their bread and butter. They they know better than to, you know, not treat it with respect. Very cool. All right, right on. I get it. Yeah, I mean, as far as Colin Farrell getting his own spinoff uh, for the Penguin, like Andres was saying, if he, if he has a small role in the Batman, I, I kind of feel like this would be something that kind of expands a little bit on it, you know, that's going to be showing up on HBO Max. So that would be kind of cool to go and watch. Um, and then to what Ash was saying, or to what both Andres and Ash were saying, is it's like one of those, and then the Penguin, uh, as far as like an anti-hero or uh, the Penguin crushes, you know, someone, and then that's what causes Batman to go after him. I think that would be pretty cool to go ahead and watch. Ash, what's up, man? What if, what if, what if see, uh, episode one and two lead into the scene in the Batman and they come back out? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool, right? Wonderful. Yes. That would be that would be fucking fantastic, dude. Fantastic. I think that would be pretty dope. Um, yeah, I, I I think every it would be one of those where it's just like like how you were saying though, I'm but it's one of those things where it's just kind of like that annoys people. It's like, oh, if you're following a story arc in a comic book series, you know, you're what you're following the Batman, and then in order for you to go ahead and continue the story, you have to pick up Teen Titans episode or issue 13. Yeah. You know, so it could be a little bit annoying, but I, for those that are going to go ahead and watch the Batman, I think it would be pretty dope to go ahead and watch that. That, yeah. that would be cool. 
that would be taking a page out of Disney's book of yeah, like the story was yeah, still exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna go ahead and hit you guys with another one, another uh, movie trivia, and we're gonna go ahead and dive into a little bit of Disney uh, history or a little a little bit of Disney trivia. Did you guys know that Toy Story two was almost deleted from their entire catalog. Now, the reason why I say that is because during the production when uh, Toy Story 2 was being created, someone was actually working on the master computer, okay? So someone was working on the master computer. When they go ahead, when uh, they were working on the master computer, they entered a command by mistake, mistake, uh, and actually deleted 90% of the movie that was already filmed or filmed or created on CGI. Okay. No. Yeah. So it was, so it was, it was, uh, uh, deleted. Uh, so, and then it so happened that when that ended up taking place, that, that, that it was deleted, their backup servers didn't kick in. So nothing was saved. So it was deleted. It was, it was deleted completely and i know what you guys are thinking like who the fuck would be working on the master on the master pc in order to go ahead and and accidentally delete the go ahead and the the movie altogether but luckily pixar one of their actual animators (laughs) saved i know i know one of their animators actually saved uh the movie or the the before it was accidentally deleted saved the movie and they were working on their movie at home so they were actually able to save a good chunk of the film to go ahead and be so that they can go ahead and continue the film uh at pixar studios so that was fucking crazy that you know like it's it to me it's just one of those things it's like why the fuck would you have someone working on the fucking master computer yeah so oh jeez I know, right? It's just one of it's. It's like it's like if we were to accidentally delete, you know, episode fifty from fucking existence completely, then we would have to go ahead and record episode fifty all over again. That but guy got fired. That guy got yeah. fired for sure. Oh, absolutely, dude. That I sucks. mean, why why wouldn't he get fired for something like that? Oh man, that sucks. So, all right. I'm so sure, I'm it, sure the next episode fifty would be a lot better with less tangents. <laughs> wow. No, I'm talking about us, not you. Oh, I know. Doing I, know. I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. I get I, I like it in the high five during like halfway through the, the episode. That's awesome. Um so he likes it in the, the high five, Luis. I do. So with the launch <laughs> of what if episode five with the Marvel zombies that ended up taking place, now there's rumor of an actual live action Marvel zombies that's supposed to be in production or possibly going into production uh, in the near future. Uh, Luis, what do you think about Marvel zombies uh, actually becoming a live action feature that's, that's supposed to be coming to I mean, I've got a very short answer to this one. It would be it would be fun, not something to be taken seriously. Um, it would just be like a little fun one shot. Uh, if they pull it off, I would be very intrigued. Okay, has has anybody read the Marvel Zombies series that Marvel put out? No, it, it's actually a pretty good series. Uh, Robert Robert Kirkman actually ended up writing that um that series so if you guys haven't had a chance i highly recommend that you pick it up because the difference between the walking dead and this marvel zombies is that this marvel zombies the zombies that end up showing up in the marvel universe they actually keep their intelligence so they know how to use their superpowers and 
as zombies, as you guys saw in the Marvels, what if they end up using their their powers for uh, throughout the entire series? So, um, Ash, what do you think about uh, Marvel zombies actually happening? Uh, I think it would, could be like a Doctor Strange three, like they're running through dimensions and then blah 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 happens. They're running through this specific dimension and then all of a sudden you hear like you know whatever uh, situation happened. Um, there was also, Luis, did you see the, I think it was on Google that I saw, uh, that Rob, Art, uh, Robert Downey Jr. might be coming back. Did you see something like that? I did, but uh, they were speculating because of the Marvel zombies. Right. So it could be something like that. Maybe he shows up as a zombie. Um, that was speculation, uh, though. Nothing was from him. No. Yeah. Well, fuck it. He might be going to uh, not to hijack your thread. That's like, uh, if they don't get, if they're gonna go ahead and do like like action this, and they don't get Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr., then like just don't do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not gonna get, maybe you're not gonna get their sound, but at least you'll get like whatever or whatever they're gonna do. I was even thinking like, uh, even in the comic book, isn't uh, Tony Stark's voice for Ironheart, or am I tripping? Anybody? I genuinely no? don't know. No, you're right, Ash. Uh, actually, in Ironheart, uh, Tony Stark at that point is pretty much the new Jarvis. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, he just has to be, he just has to, um, can't, I can't think of his name. Uh, Vision's name. Vision's. Uh, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Like, he, he wouldn't have to put on the suit. He would just, just do voiceovers. Mm-hmm. So that could be cool. And Ironheart's going to be in the MCU, right? Yes. She, her uh, actual MCU debut is supposed to be in um, Black Panther 2, uh, Wakanda Forever. So that could be a thing. Even if it, even if at the end, all of a sudden her helmet turns on and it's hot, it, what's going on? And it's him eating a hamburger or something and you can hear him eating a hamburger. I don't know. It could be something. It'd be very hard. It'd be very Tony Stark. Oh, for sure. It, it would definitely be 100% Tony Stark uh, in order to see something like that on on the big screen. So, yeah. but Andres, I know you were saying that uh, Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans, if you guys can't, if if for whatever reason Disney can't get them, then don't even bother, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I I agree with you. It's it's one of those things where it's yeah, it, it, like Ash was saying. Also, it's going to be a lot of. Um, grunting it if they can go ahead and get paid for something like that i'm pretty sure that they can go ahead and make it work that shouldn't be a problem for for um for marvel to go ahead and do if it's gonna and i can only see it i can only see it happening for a i don't know like the intro of the movie you know even if they do something like that or if there's some sort of cgi that is taking place where they have Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans with the zombie makeup, or if they just use CGI to go ahead and and, and uh, do some sort of zombie makeup. Ash, what's up, man? Even in Loki, even when they used uh, Civil War stuff, or yeah, Civil no, not Civil War stuff. Yeah, Civil War stuff. Like you never know when um, certain conversations happened and to mm-hmm. fulfill the story. Like as long as they're <laughs> yeah. Fucking, there's a run-in. Fucking WrestleMania. Um, uh, we never know. Like, again, as long as you're, 
there's a difference between putting on the suit for three months mm-hmm. and putting on the suit for one scene that might be fucking one day. We never, it could happen. It might not even be the fact that they, they have to put on the suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, for, for something like that. It could, it could just be, I mean, we even saw it in Spider-Man Homecoming or not Homecoming, uh, Far From Home, where Mysterio ended up showing Iron Man as, as I mean, technically, if you think about it, it was he was already a zombie uh, in that scene. So it could be something like that, and then they just end up using some sort of voice recognition or some sort of um, fucking, you know, program that they use or the how they've been using the whole deep fake and shit for, to go ahead and do the, the voiceover for Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. So it could be that as well. You know, I mean, who knows? Yeah. As, as well, too, with the respect that Robert Downey Jr. has for John Favreau and John mm-hmm. Favreau still being happy, you never know when it could be what happy and, and, and Tony Stark were talking about during mm-hmm. this particular time that made right. the suit. He could be even making the suit that he wore in Civil War. You know what I mean? Like just to just to put together what was happening for this other storyline. I mean, there's so you know many I mean? possibilities yeah. that could go and take place for something yeah. like this. You know what I mean? And they'll, and Marvel can make it make sense because they have their shit together. No, for sure. I mean, at this point, it's like I saw the post that I sent you guys, you know, uh, uh, the Marvel what if it said, what if DC movies were good? <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a fucking shot at DC, but I, I mean, obviously it wasn't done by Marvel. You know what I mean? But it's just one of those things where it's just like, what if DC movies were good? You know, and there are those handful that were good, you know, that ended up uh, blowing our minds. Shazam, Wonder Woman, you know, Aquaman, to name a few, you know, or probably to name the only I was going to say, name the only, dude. <laughs> I mean, only those. I mean, come on, DC, get your shit together, you know. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just, it, it just works out that way. How big is your you house, know? lady? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's been in, like, 15 rooms. <laughs> She's finding her spot. Leave her alone. <laughs> Leave her alone. She's finding her spot. All right. I'm going to hit you guys with the number. Wait, is she talking about me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Really She's talking really... shit about you. Welcome, Carmen. No, I, I figure that. I 100% figure that. Uh, I th- It's not my house. And I am oh. house-sitting for pets. And there is shit everywhere as soon as I got here. So that's why um signaling of like where the fuck is the shit so um, and we would know uh, it's a shit picker upper uh yeah it is the i am for um but let me show you how do i fucking turn the camera the other way fuck tap the screen and it's on top (laughs) yeah i can't do that I am tapping my screen and it is not going the other way. You turn your oh, phone. Stop looking at me. Ah. Stop looking at me. <laughs> stop it. Look at that. Look, look like there it goes. Are you going to show us shit on the show? Ooh, there's there's caca everywhere. Oh. Okay. And then dog number one. And no. then. That's my shit. Corny. Corny. Where, where are you? This oh is my God. This is the biggest fucking. That is This is the culprit. And then one oh. and two. Oh. Um, so 
yeah this is why i was late i'm sorry guys um so i'm picking up shit um so i will be right back um please continue carmen don't even worry about it well i'm gonna hit you guys with some uh movie trivia Luis, this is probably gonna be near and dear to your heart this is jurassic park trivia (sighs) so Luis probably may not already know this because he's a hardcore uh, Jurassic Park fan. So, did you know that the terrifying noises made by the raptors in Jurassic Park were sourced from recording tortoises mating? So, you hear the, the sound that raptors are making. Just next time you watch Jurassic Park, whenever you hear a raptor make a sound, that's a tortoise fucking. I noticed that I've been in the mood after watching like Jurassic Park. I'm right? Fuck. Like I'm just just fucking I, like like a like a slow like a slow like fucking and then that's I noticed a dolphin. Yeah, that's a dolphin. That's Whoa. a dolphin. Um. So can I piggyback on your fun fact? Never yes, ask me that again. I got another one. No, uh, Luis can always piggyback on my fun fact. <laughs> um, the T Rex uh, roar. Uh, yes. For those of you who don't know, it's actually made up. It's it's a fusion of a multitude of animals. Uh, starting with a baby elephant, Ooh. a lion, I knew the lion, a crocodile. Mm-hmm. What's that? What sound does a crocodile make? The the, the hissing oh, sound, the the, gar- hissing. the gargle hiss. It's the gargle hiss, and then right before the roar is the the lion, and then the the baby elephant is the long when he actually does the long roar. That's mm-hmm. the baby elephant. So it's nice. all of those fused, and with each step that the T Rex makes, uh, it's the sound of a falling redwood tree. That, really? That like a very heavy sound. Yeah, it's uh, uh, these heavy redwood tree. Uh, Luis hitting us with the fucking knowledge, the bonus yeah. points right there. Yeah, and another absolutely. another bonus point was gargled hiss was my nickname in college. I believe it. <laughs> you have that look on your face as gargled hiss is your nickname. I was like, yes, yo, G- yo GH, yo so GH. Gargled. There you go. Uh, a- another bonus fact for, and this is not Jurassic Park related. This is actually ah. related to the Wizard of Oz. I'm sorry, Luis. The Wizard of Oz. Did you know that Toto was paid more than the Munchkins on fucking the Wizard of the the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> To be the fair, dog? Toto was in more episodes. Did you more scenes. He was in more scenes, though. But how was he paid more than that? Look, okay, so when it was broken down, Toto was paid $125, okay, a week it? for their oh, okay. effort, for his efforts. A week, $125 a week. The <laughs> Munchkins were fucking paid $50 a week for work. I mean, there are a lot of them. I mean, how fucked is that? You're such an asshole. <laughs> there was such a <laughs> you're such an asshole. They probably went by weight. You're such there's a such fuck. a there's such a there was such a hierarchy. <laughs> uh, come on, this will get you so many happy meals. No, there's so there's such wow. a hierarchy of uh specific race and blah 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 and mm-hmm. different deformities and of yeah. that time that it's fucking ridiculous. I don't doubt it. Because of different superiority complexes. I don't want to get into any kind of that shit, but just it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like fucking Lucy made a ton more than fucking Desi, and Desi was in just as many episodes and just as many scenes as Lucy, but it is what it is. 
yeah. at that time. Like, I'm just right, glad right. it's not like that anymore. Hopefully, yeah, at least no, to a lesser, like way lesser extent. At least no, to a way lesser extent. No, not even to a way lesser extent. Okay, well, I'm trying to be positive, but I, I know that I know you're. I know you're trying to be positive, but when it comes down to studios paying their actors or actresses, it's it's coming down to the male actor obviously being paid more than the female actor, actor, actor slash actress. I was making that about something else, but I was. But oh, yes. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm, I was just saying. Yeah, no. Again, it's a it's a it's become a different superiority complex than it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but fuck that noise, man. If you fucking star in the movie or you, whatever, equal pay, equal work, I'm all set. I'm fucking Sally Field in that. I did say I'm fucking Sally Field, so I do apologize. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is it good? I was going to say, wait, fucking Sally Field? Is it good? Even even in Forrest Gump, she was fucking hot. You're talking about (laughs) (laughs) You lost all of us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I'll follow it, man. She was fucking hot. All right. I don't know and about now though, because that's been Sally that's twenty years ago. Back in the day. Yeah, Sally Field was beautiful back in the day. Who? Yeah. Sally Field. Oh, Sally Field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So going into real back in the range, I've got two. Right before we go ahead and jump into spoiler talk for What If, has everybody seen uh, episode six of What If? And I know I'm slurring my words. It's because I finished a whole fucking bottle of fucking Captain Morgan. Today. What's what's worse is that there's a lot of uh, you're not gonna you're when you watch the show you're not gonna like there's a lot of uh, wh- what do I want to say Luis lag lag there's a lot of lag on you're not gonna like for real that yeah. sucks oh right, well I'm just letting you know I appreciate that so be generous when you go ahead and edit this footage for episode fifty but don't be generous um, on the comments light him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would expect no less from our fans. Light up Carmen. I would expect <laughs> yes. no fucking less from our fans. She's, she's cleaning up us. We got legs. Heavyweight Ash fucking Melissa. Melissa was fucking ass. Speaking of Melissa which, Kaka is the worst. Like, Kaka is one of those words that I can see the word. Like, I could see Kaka. Yeah, Kaka is like, sounds. Kaka. Ugh. That's why I put a nest behind it. I think it's well, what funny. about what about I'm really about struggling it? here, okay? What about so, mierda? Like you could smell caca, you know what I mean? Cacas. What about mierda? Uh that's a bad one oh, too. Fuck. What about the the carbons are like fuck. You could tell Andreas wants to end the show because he's mierda. Mierda. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Don't, I know. don't put that on me. I didn't do anything. I didn't put caca. Okay. It's right, not right, Andres, right. it's me. I'm sorry. This time is really me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how much caca go. is it? Yeah. Go ahead. The last, no, the last. Don't ask. Don't ask, please. Don't tell. Come on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> are you in a pound? Where are you? No, do, do not ask. Okay. Said, do not ask. Caca. Carmen's caca. <laughs> <laughs> When I go ahead, when I go ahead and when I edit this episode, it's going to be episode fifty, the caca episode, the caca episode. Oh no! Corny, tell them who's the culprit. Corny. They they turned Carmen into the maid on Mexican Independence Day. (laughs) Oh, that's (gasps) fucked up. Oh no! Corny, tell them it's not your fault. 
You got the runs. It's okay. It's He's fine. So cute. Yeah, chorizo. Chorizo. Not her. Cornelius is better. Um, yeah, his name Cornelius. is Cornelius. The big guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, Cornelius is dope. I don't know about that little, little guy. From hey. solid gold? That's fucked up. Because he's black? See how you guys are? <laughs> how is he close? Oh, God. Hey, when I say you guys, I mean in general. I don't mean any specific race. Plus, I don't have any audience, kind of right? fucking... I'm half any fucking race. Cornelius, tell them. I'm good. Corny, tell them. All right, so right, uh, pulling it back, reeling in the show for Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, we've got two topics left uh, for that before we go ahead and jump into spoiler talk for What If Episode 6. Uh, so according to early reviews of, of Venom 2, they are saying... Although not only not only are they saying that the end credits are fucking mind blowing, but how do you guys feel about Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage being the shortest Marvel movie of the entire, let's just say, Marvel the MCU slash ex- extended universe? Venom Two is supposed to be clocking in at ninety minutes on the dot. Ash, what do you think about a ninety a ninety minute Marvel movie? We're talking about an hour and a half of Venom. If that's the story, then that's Arnie, the story. Stop it. And I'd rather have that than you throw, not you, but I'm them throwing no, 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 throw no. stuff that no. doesn't fit just to make it an hour and 45. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be real that this, this story or this particular franchise is a popcorn movie as of right okay. now. Um, okay. Fucking Fast and Furious, if it didn't have all the little Picadillos, mm-hmm. it, it, it should be an hour and a half. Just you get your action, you get your this is what the story is, this is the action. I defeated the guy, we out. Cool. And if that's what that is, then that's cool. But if it's a if it's just gonna be a hack job where like uh you know, just if, if the story's not gonna be full and we have a lot more questions and answers, then uh, then maybe it's gonna lead into Spider-Man three, but no. No, we are on. Yeah, no, yeah, right. Sorry, right. sorry. Spider-Man. Maybe we're gonna go into fucking whatever, whatever world Tom Holland and Tom Hardy are gonna meet. Maybe we go into that. But um, again, I'd rather have that. But then hopefully Carnage doesn't die, so that we see maximum Carnage. So that's that's my big hope in this: the maximum Carnage storyline, because that's one of those stories where I did get Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man. Like, I hated those stories because I did have to, I did have to, um, I almost went on a tangent. Uh, I did have to follow that, like, you know, and it, my side tangent is I do like the comic book uh, stores that know, like, okay, you follow Spider-Man, but this storyline does go into Amazing Spider-Man. So they kind of mm-hmm. even, they grabbed it for you just in case you might want it. And they weren't like very... You only ask for Spider-Man, bro. Like, just people that would take the extra step to do that for you because they know that that storyline continues and you know that's what you might want. Um, but uh, if it's an hour and a half, then the story's an hour and a half, and hopefully it serves the next movie or the next storyline. Right on. Luis, what do you think? Um, they are teasing the, the crossover happening in this next film with uh, Tom Holland and Venom. 
So that is what I'm kind of holding my breath for. As far as the, the short runtime, kind of like what, what Ash said, it to me, it sounds like they're cutting the fat. Like, it's probably not the best movie. And so they're just like, all right, we're just going to get to the point of what the film is, you know, whatever. And then uh, that the only thing that can, I think, would blow your mind would be a, a Tom Holland maximum carnage type of uh, end credit scene so i feel that that's coming i know a lot of people were expecting in the last film but uh, mm. bracing myself i think that's that's what it is that's probably why they brought it in to give us time or even sorry or even tom holland walking into the building to get hired as a photographer on the day that brock is going in for a paycheck or you know some kind of like a little hey you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. something like that Andres, what about you? What do you think? Um, I agreed with Ash when he made the point. If that's what the story is, then yeah, let's go for it. It doesn't bother me one way or another. Tell your story completely how you want it. And if it makes sense, good. You don't have to add fluff to extend the runtime. I'm happy about that. And and yeah, we're pretty much assured that we're getting Tom Holland in this one. So that's not a bad thing. Everyone's going to tune in to see the two characters interact. So yeah. Super dope. Right Let's do Very this. Cool. Not even like the uh, well, I didn't. I never watched the first. Venom. I don't. I love Venom the character. I don't know why I didn't want to see it. Maybe it's like leftover shit from Sam Raimi's Spider Man, and that's why mm-hmm. I don't wasn't interested. Uh, but I am actually interested in watching the second one. So it's it's actually not bad. the The first Venom is not bad. It's fun. It's fun to watch, um, but it's not bad. It, it, it's pretty cool. There, there's a few things where I'm just kind of like, all right, cool, I can live with that, but it's it's not bad. Luis is the one that semi changed my mind to that one, so I just got to do the work now. <laughs> no, I hear you, Carmen. Um, I will definitely watch Venom. Uh, however, given what Luis had said previously to what the movie should be and the regards it should hold up to i'm a little hesitant just given that fact um also um a lot of the sound effects that were in the first movie were not consistent with um what it should have been so given that fact i'm a little bit hesitant but not about the content just because I, I like the first one and so I want I would probably say I'm a hundred percent in it, but okay. I understand I understand the content of it might be a little bit not what it should be. So given that, um probably like 95% I would probably watch it. So yes, I will watch it, but I will definitely be seeking out the problematic things that were in the first one and see if they fix them for the second one or if there was even a regard to even address the problems that were in the first one to the second one. Nice. Okay. It makes sense. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Ash. <clears throat> They're trying they in the first one, they tried to make the wholesomeness mm-hmm. of Eddie of, of Peter Parker in Eddie Brock. If you did okay. Venom, the the and it was a throwaway storyline, but it was a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Is that Harry Osborne, Ju- Harry Osborne Jr. Harry Osborne mm-hmm. had from "You're my best friend" to "I don't know what's going on" to "I'm betrayed by this person I don't know" to "Oh my God, it's my best friend." 
to it's for Mary Jane. Like he had a big ass story in this whole yeah, thing. Yeah. He had a pretty and, big arc. Yeah. Right. And it, it was in through it was in through three movies. So mm-hmm. even if Venom started off with Peter Parker and it was like the back of his head screwing me over, mm-hmm. like do the whole movie as as that. And this guy just happens to be in your way of something. Mm-hmm. And just in part two, little by little, you just realize like, oh, Peter did something nice for me. Oh, fucking Spider-Man saved somebody I happen to love. Maybe even um, Michelle Williams. Like, you know what I mean? Little little inklings of, oh, wait. Mm, I can't kill you now because you're holding my, my girlfriend or the girl that I love. You know what I mean? Like little, just give him the arc that you gave other people and then we're we have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin was never good. It was just he was always going after people worse than him. Mm-hmm. Undertaker, fucking, he just happened to be placed against bad people. And then once we accepted him, then we went against The Rock. Then he went against other good guys. But he just you just happened to put him against other people that were worse than him. Like you could put him, you could put General Zod, and you, you just. Put him against Thanos. We're gonna go for General Zod because Thanos mm-hmm. wants to kill it. Thanos wants to kill everybody. You know what I mean? But Thanos wants to just scenario wise, you could you could make it work if you're only sure. out to save yourself and mm-hmm. and you know whatever. Like you could you could have made it work. And instead, they're trying to make Tom Tom Hardy, who could be the biggest, awesomest badass. Mm-hmm. And you tried to make him like, what are you doing? Stop it! Like no, bro. Like fucking. One good fucking Tom Hardy fucking like Sparky. I'm bad. No nah, fucking I'm Venom bad. Like you, you know what I mean? Like if, if this is bad, now you got me to Venom. Like just and then just just give him that fucking arc of little fucking nuggets of goodness and slowly make him good. And you're good, bro. Like put him against Mysterio or put him against again, somebody just worse than him. Like now that if you give us a bad Venom and then now, like in part two, now you give us Carnage, Carnage wants complete death. Like mm-hmm. that would, and then, and Spider-Man just happens to be, oh, he's not that bad because Carnage was about to kill Michelle Williams and he just saved my fucking girlfriend. That's the inkling that, that's all we needed. You know what I mean? Sorry. Yeah. Right. It's If you tell a story, it should have been like you have, I guess that's kind of like the problem I had with it. Another reason I didn't watch is that the symbiote hates Peter Parker because Peter Parker rejected him and Eddie Brock gets overlooked and they get into it and they both have beef with Peter Parker slash Spider-Man and that's where the hate is. And if they would have done that in the first movie, that would have been cool. And then they move him to anti-hero role where he's not a hero but he's also not the villain where Carnage is a true fucking sociopath villain. And so you have Peter Parker, the hero slash good guys. You have Venom, the anti-hero. And you have Carnage, the villain. But yeah, so I'm interested to see how... Like, imagine like fucking Venom holding up Peter Parker or uh, a Spider-Man. Like, listen, if you let me go right now, I can go say... I can't remember Marcel Williams name in the fucking Evie to Evie. I can go save Michelle Williams right now or you can kill me. But this is what has to happen. You gotta go get fucking not Rampart, what the fuck is his name? Artist. The guy on the 
Rage, Carnage? the guy in part one, the the, the oh. symbiote in part one. Yeah, riot, riot, right, right. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like you can you can go ahead and kill me, or and I can go or I can go save you. Like a, and he just throws him and then goes after riot. Like just that little inkling into, I don't know. It just and it could it didn't even have to be fucking Tom Har- Tom Holland. It could have just been some guy in a fucking suit. You know, I don't know. I'm not trying to make something that was already existing better, but just that it's all there. It's just all there for you. And that's the difference between Sony and like Marvel. Marvel's like, mm-hmm. like streamline. Like we know we're going to go do all the way to 2030, buddy. Like we're done. Anyway, that's my last tangent. No, 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 for sure. I, 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 <laughs> off, I, see what you're saying. I know. No, I see what you're saying. And, and I, I get it. I completely understand what you're, where you're going with uh, Venom 2. Uh, but I mean, let's be honest. I, I mean, I don't know if the studio would do something like that. You know what I mean? Like the story that you have in mind, Ash, is, is pretty good, you know? So, but uh, who knows if the story is going to go ahead and, and go down that route? You know what I mean? So, but I, can't uh, see, that- I can't see Tom Hardy being against Tom Holland because they both, the, the Eddie Brock and Peter Parker would be besties at this point. Oh, no, for sure. I, I completely understand. I completely understand what, what you're saying. But it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, where does Peter Parker and Eddie just start uh, butting heads where they become en- enemies? You know what I mean? But I mean, who knows? Maybe where if they try for the that. same job. If they try it, to it's possible. Later. Yeah. No, for sure. It's possible. And that's what I'm saying is that in regards to early uh, screenings of the of the movie, the end credit scenes is supposed to blow your mind. And to top it off, not only that, but Andy Serkis, the director of Venom 2, has said that a crossover of Venom and Spider-Man is inevitable. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? So could it possibly be that the end credit scenes is we just see Tom Holland there, you know, that just hints to uh, Spider-Man being in the next Venom film or Venom being in the next Spider-Man film? I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just one of those things where it could possibly one could be one thing or another. You know what I mean? So, okay. Uh, moving on to our last topic, ha- who has seen What If Episode 6? The most recent one. No? Ash? Uh, the last one I saw was Zombies because I was doing Fringe today. Okay. Uh, Luis? No? Way behind. Thanks to New York. Uh, he was watching no, Home Alone House in New York. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Okay, cool. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll go ahead and skip What If this week and uh, the host next week, which I believe is Luis, will go ahead and cover uh, what if episode six and seven uh, next week. But I'm gonna go ahead and hit you guys with uh, some more, two more pieces of movie uh, trivia uh, before we go ahead and close up the show. And what I'm gonna go ahead and do is we're gonna go ahead and jump in with, uh, let's see, okay, yes, let's go ahead and jump into these two. Uh, Taxi Driver. Has everybody, has everyone seen the movie Taxi Driver? Robert Dan, uh, Robert De Niro. No. Seriously, please. Louise, oh, yeah. no, that's gonna be my next. Yeah, there's too much work for you. If... <laughs> I I feel like whoever knows the next two answers, the uh-huh. person that knows it gets to pick the person to take a shot. I don't mean to take over your show. 
I just mean no, 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 it's no. all good. But I honestly, I don't think anybody would know this uh, in okay. regards to taxi driver. Um, but what I'm going to go ahead and say, if you guys know this, you know, obviously, you know, let me know. Uh, so for taxi driver, the screen, the screenwriter, Paul Schrader told the Hollywood reporter, the Hollywood reporter, <laughs> I crashed. Uh, then this is this one. He was interviewed in regards to uh, taxi driver. Okay. He said, and I quote, I crashed at an ex-girlfriend's place and I just wrote uh, continuously. The first draft may be 60 pages and I started the second, the next draft immediately and it took less than two weeks to write Taxi Driver. So for those that have seen Taxi Driver, the movie trivia is the script for Taxi Driver, the final script for Taxi Driver took Paul schrader the screenwriter two weeks to go ahead and write that script with the original draft being only 60 pages long that made jody that, uh jane fonda not jane fonda sorry jody jane foster. foster jody foster jody foster jody foster uh, mm-hmm. and then also another fun fact the uh there is a piece of that movie that's played at the end of uh the badge which is in the crow that's in the Pantera song. There's a Pantera song named The Badge at the very end is mm-hmm. a uh, Harvey Keitel scene oh. from Taxi okay. Driver. Okay. Very cool. So there's that little bonus fact for uh, Taxi Driver for our fans out there. And then I'm going to go ahead and hit you with you know what? Let's go ahead and go. Let's, let's get wild with this. Uh, Batman 89. Did you guys know that before Tim Burton was was supposed to go ahead and direct, the studio considered Kevin Costner, Pierce Brosnan, Mel Gibson, and the great Bill Murray to go ahead and be considered as Batman in the 1989 Batman movie? The only one I like, uh, I don't know, I don't see Kevin Costner, but I guess he could do it. But Mm -hmm. I do like Pierce Brosnan. Just because I think of his uh, 007. So I think he could play okay. it off. I can see uh, that. I think it'd be a great Bruce Wayne, but like in the cape and cowl would be hard to see. But then again, mm-hmm. then again, the thing, it's it not would... like in, what's his face is a, a bodybuilder or anything. Uh, sorry, it's late. I'm flipping. No, no but the heat, when, when he's wearing the, the cowl, Ow. that's fucking Batman. You know what I mean? That's a Batman. There's I'm not saying that Pierce Brosnan couldn't do it. I'm just saying more I don't I don't see it. But again, I, I'm sure a lot of people didn't see it with Keith, but once he was in it, I saw it. Okay. And it does no, help no. that his eyebrows are shaped like the like the cowl. True. The, the triangle like the cowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, very, very true. All right, and the last piece of trivia that I'm going to go ahead and hit you before we go ahead and close out the show, we're going to go ahead and talk about Disney flops, okay? Real quick. So we're uh, going to go ahead and talk about Disney flops in the year okay. of 2012, okay? So we're talking about Disney flops for the year of 2012. Did you know that in the year of 2012, okay, Disney had actually two big flops in that year? Here. The froze, buddy. The second flop is going to be John Carter, yeah, that brought that. in a loss of 127 million dollars to the studio, 
ending, the one that brings in the number one top spot for loss in oh. 2012. Luis, go ahead. Is it Prince of Persia? No, it is not. Fuck. Anybody have any guess? Guess what, what year did you say? What year did you say? 2012. Oh, sure. Live Tom action. Carter, I remember that though. Yeah, live well, action or cartoon? The last one is cartoon. Uh, Bolt? No. Fucking love that movie. Mm. The one, the last one is Mars say- Needs Moms that brought in a loss of $143 million. <laughs> Oh, fuck. They can, they can, they have Mars? everything. They have Marvel and Star Wars. Mars okay. needs moms. Yeah. Never Mars heard. needs moms. Yeah. It was one That's of those that straight to DVD fell That's under the radar that was so bad that it just fell under everybody's radar. So we got John Carter, okay, that lost to Disney $127 million. And the same year, Mars and needs moms dude, that lost Disney $143 million. What's that? And ended that actor's career too. Oh, uh, Taylor or Tyler Kirsch or something like that. Yeah. 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 It completely killed his career after that. He was huge in Friday Night Lights and then he was. Oh, okay. Friday Night. Yep. Go ahead, Ash. I'd like to propose something to the host. Okay. Go ahead. May we, being that this is the big 50 mm-hmm. and we have another 50 to get to the big 100. Mm-hmm. Would it be okay if I propose a shot for the big 50? Sure. If you want to go there and propose a shot, but uh, I need to go ahead and go get a drink. So well, I'm just uh, saying that we're, we're yeah. not going to do this for another 50. So, I mean, we are going to do this for another 50, but we're not going to be able to do this no, for, for another sure. 50. And we're so, all here. Yeah, no, for sure. Is that I okay, agree. you guys? So, yeah. To end I'm the show? good with it. So, Let's go ahead and, everybody alcohol. go ahead and grab one more shot Please. for episode 50. We have to do this 50 more times before we do this. So, do you already are you gonna take a shot of beer, Luis? You yes. fucking weirdo, you whack ass motherfucker. I, I killed my whiskey. Uh, that was with the, with okay. the shot from yeah, that's you know. with mad respect. Thank you. Um, you still owe us a shot, though. So, <laughs> I need to get paid, son. Again, it's again, it's 50 till we do this again. So, oh, yeah, four yeah. roses. I like four roses. I don't think I've ever had it. Is it good? Is it yeah. sweet? Uh, it's sweet-ish. It's like Captain Morgan sweet. To burn? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, how yeah. how much longer are you gonna have that haircut for a long more time, or you good? This is beautiful haircut of mine. Why well, turning you on? <laughs> hey, this be- hey, are you from Wisconsin? Like, what? Where is your accent? <laughs> uh, it comes and goes, which is also the name of my uh, your yeah. autobiography. <laughs> it comes and. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's also the name of my sex tape, but uh, either way, either way, it comes and goes. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> no respect. That's your that's your book. No on, that's your autobiography on tape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, nobody seems to care. I just want to say, I hope for not only another fifty, but another million. Uh, I'm very proud of everything that we've been doing. Uh, we're all doing amazing content. I'm very fucking proud of every one of us. I, it, we have so much potential and we just, if we put our minds to it, that cat can live another 13 years. So Luis, uh, Luis, sorry, Esteban. I was looking at Luis. Hey, is that Mr. Was... Whiskers? <laughs> yeah, this is Mr. Shea. His name's QB, but actor is Whiskers. <laughs> That's his actor name. Is he on IMDb yet or no? 
Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> submit, bro. Submit. You got to get him into the union. <laughs> Stag after a bitch. Get him his union card. <laughs> get him paid $100 a day. Side note, I'm in the union, so I don't even know if I should be doing skits, but don't tell anybody. Telling everyone. That, got, that was a sad brag, but I didn't even mean it as a brag. Stefan, our gracious hosts, please go on. The only thing I can do is go in and echo what Ash said. I hope we do this for another fucking thousand episodes. Um, now that I'm back in SoCal, there's going to be a lot more content that's going to be showing up. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of more skits. We're that we're going to be doing. Uh, I know Ashley writing some stuff. Luis's friend is there's some shit. I know I'm putting some shit together. Carmen and Andres, I hope you guys are ready to go ahead and make your fucking comics debut in skits. All right, fucking, okay. it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Where I we're gonna need you guys to go ahead and play skits, uh, in order to go ahead and get this shit to go to go and take place. So we got fifty episodes in in the can. Here's to another fucking thousand fifty, fucking million fifty or more. Cheers to everybody. We love you guys. <laughs> we appreciate you fucking commenting on everything that we go ahead and do. Thank you guys so much for the support. We could not do this without you guys. So cheers. Here's to those that are with us, and here's to those that are with us. We love you. Here, here. Here yeah. are to those who are about to rock. We salute you. Brookie, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and ep- we're gonna go ahead and wrap up with episode fifty. All right. I am so pleased that everyone has joined us for episode fifty. I thank you guys so much for supporting us please keep commenting please keep sharing our videos uh go ahead and share it with your neighbor share it with your family member anybody that you think you guys think that's going to go ahead and love our show share it with them we greatly appreciate it all your comments we love all your comments keep commenting Luis is going to keep reading all the comments that ended up showing up on our instagram youtube fucking tiktok everything check us out We've got our link tree in all of our bios. Check it out, you know, and, and we love you guys so much. We, we greatly appreciate it. And I'm going to go ahead and keep with this. This, I'm going to go ahead and steal from John Stewart, the original John Stewart, the, the Daily Show. This is your moment of zen. I want you guys to remember this, okay? Look at me. Look at me when, when I tell you this, okay? Remember this. Almost every hand that you've ever shaken has had a dick in it. Good night, everybody. Okay. Thank you.